0: Welcome back everyone to Am I Enough podcast. I'm really excited, Alex, for this one. This one's going to be really, really cool. The title of this one is, Shall I Just Go on TV? What do you think?
1: The answer is always yes, always yes. <laughs> and if only it were that easy. Okay. So you and I have shared before a couple of our reality, almost TV moments. Which i think are really fascinating Do you want to tell your story how it even started i feel like yours is so much better than mine but i've had
0: a oh couple of uh, tv opportunities tv makes me a little nervous i've gone on tv a couple of times as an artist one in particular where i performed um and tv dude for me is like it's intimidating actually being on tv because Like when it's a music video or when it's something which I'm doing, I'm in control of it. But when it's TV, there's huge production behind it. So that's the first thing I've, uh, I've considered going on TV shows before. I've considered everything from, I mean, I didn't want to do X Factor, but like The Voice, um, Love Island, which is huge here in the UK, um to like there's a big latin show which is um i think i don't know if it's currently going on or what the deal is with that but there's 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 loads of different things going on but yeah dude to actually book it is hard
1: oh my god i bet okay so my story is actually kind of weird and random and by chance so obviously i grew up watching reality tv because we like we're of the generation where we saw it from the beginning but i never considered being on it like ever i mean i would watch the hills or whatever i be like oh that'd be so cool if i like grew up in cali and that's definitely <laughs> why i moved to california for college but but okay so it was last summer and I was sitting in the middle of Central Park, eating my little sweet green salad, like as I usually do by myself, like happy as a little clam, sitting on my blanket, like I was gonna read a book, whatever. And I'm like mid like kale bite. And this like beautiful, kale super bite? young. She's like twenty two, probably like she's like making a beeline for me and i'm like oh and this happens in new york right where like if someone because i've talked to you like you you just gotta be ready like what's up like you need to have like a little guard oh, up times whatever new york can be tough even if you're in the free side i'm sorry but so oh my god <laughs> people are gonna hate that comment it's fine it's fine so whatever i'm sitting in central park and this beautiful girl comes up to me and she's like hey would you want to be on a show on netflix and i was just like are you and yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we about? Oh, yes. The answer is yes. And she was like, oh, okay. So I'm scouting for this reality show called the circle. Like, would you want to be a part of it? Have you seen it? And I was like, no, it's been on my list for like a year. I just haven't seen it yet, but it looks cool. Like, I don't know. You want to tell me more. And meanwhile, I'm trying to get like the kale out of my teeth and whatever. So <laughs> she and I kind of hit it off. She's super cute. And she like uses her phone, like takes a little cute little photo of me. I mean, like my little overall short, you know what? I was kind of looking cute. I was like, i like a natural cute whatever I was. Just, I was feeling myself that day, dude. Before we
0: continue, sorry to interrupt you. Can you explain what the circle is to people who are listening? Okay,
1: so the circle is, I mean, maybe you know more because it started in the UK. The circle is this show where each contestant gets their own Apartment suite within the same building, and they're but they're like sequestered, and the only way they communicate is through like video chat or not video chat, like messaging chat on their TVs, and then they basically like at the end of each week or something they like vote on who's the influencer, and then the influencers vote someone off. Basically, if you stay till the end and you win, you win hundred k, um, and and you meet the person the person who you're speaking to if
0: i if i understand correctly and also one of the like rounds thing because i've seen the show before is like each week you vote as to who could be a catfish isn't that another thing as to like who's pretending because there's a profile which is attached to each person and you can pretend to be someone else and it's part of the thrill of the show yes okay so carry on carry on
1: yeah, so some people are catfish, some people aren't. Okay, so I'm with her and she's cool and whatever, and she's like, so you need to fill out this application, let me take down all your info, all the things. So I do the super like corny, like taking a video of myself being like, Hi, circle team, like I wanna be on this or whatever, which I never thought I would do and made this please never see the light of day that video. <laughs> but basically I just send in this video and like and then you had to write in like, what's your, what would be your strategy for the game? Because the whole reality show, every person has a strategy. Like, oh, I'm gonna go in and pretend that I'm like my hot husband and like catfish as him, or I'm gonna go in being myself, but I'm gonna create alliances this way, whatever. So basically, you have to come up with your own strategy. And I had never seen the show, okay? So I went home and had to like binge it, and the. The, um, the the casting <laughs> agents hilarious. told me like binge season two, like that's when people get better strategies. So I was like, okay. So i binge season two, put in my application. So before you know it, I'm like texting with all these different casting directors and I'm having auditions. And first it was like a phone audition and they take, I think they're doing like a vibe check, right? It's over the phone and they already know what you look like from like the photos and video you sent, but they need a vibe check and they need to figure out like, do you have your strategy down pat? So then boom, got through that. Then I did a This is hilarious. Then, it was so intensive this and, is hilarious. and mind you that throughout this entire ordeal at first I was like, oh, please, I'm too good for a reality. Really? Like I'm an actual, like, I don't, whatever. Like I have brain, like an I'm a not going to be doing this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like there I was thinking like high and mighty, like I'm going to get on TV my way kind of vibe when this opportunity is right in front of me. Mm-hmm. And throughout these auditions, like really slowly, I was like, oh wait, I want, I want to do that. Oh wait, this sounds fun. Wait, this is kind of like, it was stirring up inside me. Those like Scary, cool new thing. Like you know when you have like a new opportunity, but you're like, I don't know anything about this. This could change my life. It was terrifying. So were you getting
0: quite like invested in it at this point? A
1: hundred percent. Before you know it, girl. <laughs>
0: oh god, Alex. Bags I can't to
1: see where this is gonna go. Oh can <laughs> I tell you that i went shopping let me let me explain to you the shopping that occurred because on the circle it's all of them like kicking it in their um suite right so they're in like like these like somehow stunning like somehow sexy somehow like casual cool cute outfit like home outfits yeah like and track suits and like clock yes. tops. And-, and i'm usually in like a t-shirt and like baggy mm-hmm. pants so i was like oh wait let me like put in a little effort So I styled like what I was going to be wearing every day. I mean, there was a day in my life I thought I'd be a stylist. I was like, this is great. I'll style myself for TV. Let's go. And we were going to film in the UK. This is like,
0: I'm launching myself as a professional stylist
1: at the same time. In my mind, (laughs) because I'm a screenwriter, right? So in my mind, I was like, I'm about to get on screen. I'm about to like build a following in this insane way, fine, whatever. I'll use it to my benefit for like my career and my life. And I'm gonna to go to the UK, and me thinking, like me dreaming about moving to London, and I was like, oh, and I'll make all these TV and film contacts, and I'll be able to continue my career. So when you, when, when I say invested, because we're the same, yeah, right? Yeah. Like when we, when we go for something, we go for something hard, hundred yeah. percent, hard, okay. hundred <laughs> percent.
0: Oh, so dude, this is a long story, so but I'm gonna keep going.
1: So then, so we, I do my video audition. It's like an hour with like the Netflix producers, and then they're gonna send it to the TV execs. They're gonna put together a two-minute trailer of me, and they're gonna send it to the TV execs. Whatever. Basically, I, I think I killed it. I was like a roll good. You like? i I'm like, I've got it. Nailed it. I'm in the bag. Nailed it! Like when I say I nailed it, I'm telling you, <laughs> I nailed it. Like, like fuck off to I'm everybody to who ever to doubted you. me. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm about nervous. to be the biggest star around, bitches. I'm about to be on TV, okay? Y'all don't know me, so cut to a week later, and I just get this email of like, we really appreciate your auditions, and unfortunately, blah blah blah, didn't get it, babe. I didn't get it at the very final, I mean, the final, the final, the final hurdle, oh. okay, the final hurdle. Didn't get it. Devastated. Devastated. And then not just yeah, devastated. I was so mortified that I was devastated for not getting on a reality show that I didn't want in the first place that I couldn't even tell anyone I'm devastated, because <laughs> it, it was like a, a, a rejection of something, oh, oh, and not just this. That you so didn't get, even this. want so- initially. Didn't even want initially, and I wasn't allowed to tell my family and friends that I was auditioning for it yeah. because they say yeah. if you fi- if they find out you've been talking to anybody, it needs to be anonymous. So like, it needs to be such a secret when you're filming for these four weeks, you have to f- just fall off the face of the earth practically. Yeah, and so I couldn't tell anyone. So then when I didn't get it, I was just so like, uh, like devastated by myself. So
0: sorry i kind of think though that's not as bad it's like i've had a situation where i tell everyone that i didn't get it and everyone knew that i was auditioning and that's fucking worse it's like oh Oh, yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and it's like god i shouldn't have mentioned it in the first place
1: oh that's fair oh that's fair because then you feel like you have somehow like let everyone else down in some way everyone else
0: is invested now everyone else is like oh i'm seeing you on tv it's like well no you're not because i've just been rejected now (laughs)
1: well, <laughs> at least they rode that high with you. I was me by myself. My little ego was oh, like, too. ooh. I know how insane, and that went from me just eating my little sweet green in the park to um, you know, to all that. So I guess the lesson for me was you never know where opportunities are gonna come when you're like feeling True. good and independent and you're out in the world in a big city. To be honest, in in my mind, it was like this could have only ever happened in New York City. Like I I was feeling like a magic. You know?
0: You know what? I think it's, it's so funny that one, I, I, London is very similar to that. You're constantly like this model scouts around all the time. I remember I, f- I first got scouted age 13 modeling wise, which is way too wow. young, but it was like in a supermarket. It was like in a food supermarket, mm-hmm. scouts are everywhere and and they're constantly looking for you know if one tv show doesn't work out with you okay what about the next one can you do this one can you do this one and i've had i've never got as far as you in a tv show but i've had i remember like i was first scouted for the x factor and i'm really worried talking about this because the contract (sighs) said a bunch of stuff which did not look right i'm worried if i say it that i'm gonna get in trouble it was so rigged it was so rigged and and i don't know if that was someone who was pretending to be a scout but it looked pretty legit to me oh um and i remember like on one side it was gonna work in my favor and i was like i mean sick but then at the same time it was like dude they they style every artist they choose what songs you do like this is this is a long time ago so maybe things have changed but I was like, dude, this isn't me as an artist. And I'm worried they're going to put me in some outfits, which I really look ridiculous in. Mm. And, and this sounds like I'm slating X Factor. I think that like X Factor has, I mean, like, look at One Direction, look at Little Mix. Dude, that was huge. I think reality TV shows can be unbelievable, including the X Factor. It just wasn't for me. Um, so that was the first thing. And at the time, I also was just like, like i'm i'm not going through the tv route like that like i'm gonna get my own profile god if only i knew how hard that was gonna be um and then i considered the voice and i really like the the vibe of the voice it's you hold a lot of control as your own artist and Mm -hmm. um it seems a lot more for me like artistic um i would love to be in future like uh one of the judges on any of these shows like as i said i really do love what some of them stand for but i also think some are a little bit more flexible when it comes to the artists than others um in regards to oh dude i auditioned for this latin show and i was so invested i was so <sighs> invested. i got scouted for it i got scouted for it so it wasn't even like i was going in on like a because these we've both been scouted when you go in like from beginning you're like basically going online application when you get scouted you kind of think you got a little bit of an upper hand you're like I maybe i'm wrong way. but i was like um you know maybe maybe i'm more likely and dude i was like i read the brief and i was like that's me i was like i yep. got it like i was like mm. honestly i don't think if if i'm gonna win anything is this like i've got this so I like called my guitarist and we did the videos and it was all specifically for them. And then I had to do a talking video, which is so awkward doing those self taped talking worst. videos. The so worst. Especially like the performing, like singing to camera. And it's just, your they, wanna, they want you to perform as if you've got a crowd in front of you and you're literally right. performing to yourself. It's quite hard that. So anyway, so like. I, d- I did all of that and I sent them off and I honestly, I was like, I stayed in touch with my PR about it. I was like, dude, like keep checking, like what's the deal with it? What's the deal with it? And I got rejected and I was just like, mm. like, I was like, God, like I, I didn't want it, but I so wanted it. I so wanted it, dude. Like, I was like, this is going to give me the break that I won. And, and the most amazing thing with TV for anyone who's listening, who doesn't work in entertainment, it takes a really, really, really long time to build an organic profile by yourself. TV, in in my eyes, is the best way to reach a lot of people very quickly and get a profile. You know, it's like you hear anyone who's gone on these, these TV shows. I mean, we'll use Love Island as an example. You know, they go on and within a couple of days, they've got hundreds of thousands of followers Like some of these guys didn't even have an Instagram before. And then from there, you get like paid work because you've now got a following and you go into the influencer role, which I think now in any field, whether you're an actor, singer, performer, you're also, we live in a world of being influencers as well. So I considered going on Love Island. I considered it and I've considered it a couple of times. Firstly, I'm in a relationship right now. So I don't, it's not, it's not something which I would do. I was like what about going on Love Island and my biggest fear with Love Island was TV has an incredible power over someone's personality they can edit you in whatever way they want so I was so afraid I was really afraid of being portrayed as something which I'm not and it fell out of my power and and that scared me and maybe that's really limiting but I was like what happens if they frame me to look in a certain way and some people might be like oh but you said or you did that in the first place but context is so important to any situation and you know that was i was like it, it was enough to put me off um yeah. and part partially as i said i feel like i'm limiting myself and i i'm not exploring certain things but again another thing that comes with tv is a fuckload of scrutiny. You really get a lot of hate when you're on TV. It doesn't matter how great you are or how beautiful you are. Like, you really, really do. And sorry, one other thing that leads me into this is I did a TV show in Chile where I was, uh, it sounds like I'm hyping myself up, but I was like the celebrity performer after a... um, a like a talent competition it was the final Uh and i was going to perform i was like the artist who had been invited in and i was so gassed like that's an english word i was really excited (laughs) um because enrique ingles had done that role and i was being called in and i was so excited dude and i went on and i remember like i had the the practice audition and we were in ears a lot of the time and your in ears are different to what is heard in the crowd it's a completely different way of monitoring um sound so sometimes if you go to a festival and you hear an artist like fiddling with their ears it's probably because they can't hear themselves which means that they will naturally go pitchy. it's it doesn't matter how good of a singer you are so anyway I was on this tv show and they were like in the rehearsal they were like Amber give her attitude give her attitude so when we did the live thing dude I gave her attitude but it meant that you know I I wasn't i didn't have a hundred percent focus on my vocals it was 50 50 and i was really moving which is really hard to maintain a steady steady vocal when you're doing that and dude when i say i got hate after that show when that show went live i was on my phone and i was seeing hundreds of comments saying firstly the main thing the main thing was how anorexic i look that was the first thing and then secondly how bad of a singer i was no. And it kind of scarred me, it kind of scarred yeah. me, like I I love TV and and I really would love to be heavily involved in TV, but when I say do that, hit, the, the hate came through hard. I was really lucky when it came to my weight, I was bullied at school for looking too thin, I'm naturally really slim, my mum and my dad, like exactly the same, so, same with my sister, but people like to comment if you're slim and tall. And I think there's an element of jealousy there, but I think there's also the internet feels there's no boundary as to what's okay to comment and what's not okay to comment. And anyway, dude, no, I mean, like I had really, really brutal comments, really. Oh and my and it, God. yeah, I was like, I recently did something for TV recently, a singing live. And I have like a little bit of just like, not trauma, but like, worry around it it was hard dude and that's what comes with tv
1: right i mean it's part of the territory you know like we know in being creatives that put ourselves on stage we know what that can come with you know it can come with the accolades and the fans and it can come with the exact opposite and it's just Mm. both will exist and it's i think it's us learning as we grow and as we continue to get bigger and bigger opportunities Knowing how to handle it, and I commend you for getting through that because that is devastating. That's so difficult when you're putting yourself out there, especially for something that you're so excited about and something that means so much to you. It was a and dream, you're going dude. all out. A dream. It and was you're a going dream. You went all out. You tried best my possible. best. Yeah, I tried and that matters. I mean, it's so corny, but and like it... it's
0: so true. No, but I really did, and it was so like so devastating you know like I was literally watching it and I was just like literally I was so excited dude I was like finally like I'm gonna get recognition and this is gonna come with it and I'm gonna get branding stuff and some great stuff did come with it and the show showed me so much love like the producers and the talent and everyone there they were amazing but the public dude they were mean they were mean and I think (sighs) that's something which like live tv comes with you know you see like all of these guys on love island dude the amount of hate they get is Mm -hmm. there's there's something wrong there there is something wrong there and i think it should be illegal you know like Mm. they go on these tv shows and everyone goes onto platforms like instagram tiktok twitter and the hate is
1: brutal
0: and and it feels unbounded to me because it it's is. It's dangerous. It's dangerous.
1: It is dangerous. It's bullying without a face. That's why it's easier for people now, you know, growing up before when we didn't have as much social media or any social media at all, like someone had to bully you to your face and only like, mm. excuse me for saying only the real assholes did it, you know, yeah. no one else had the balls to do it. So you just wouldn't. And then you had to over time, you would mature and realize that's not how you speak to people. But now with social media, you know, <laughs> any age. And you can have no profile photo, and you can have like no identifying info, and you can just spread. Hey, and at the end of the day, look, like, and I always wonder, like, who are these trolls, right? Because the, the people I'm around, like my friends and family, no one's trolling anyone else. So I literally don't know who these people are. They could be anyone, but also just like, I don't know. Imagine, I, I always just like imagine how sad someone is, like alone yes, on their couch like sad. tweeting something mean. So at the end of the day,
0: they don't have much. Going and you also for it, have you know. to. I think you have to be someone who's really weak to Very. comment on something like that. You know, I think. Yeah. In my eyes, if someone has got to the position where, I mean, take myself out of it. If it was another artist who was in my position, I'd be like, I really commend you because you must have had to work really hard to get there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And this is this brings me to another uh, conversation of weight when it comes to TV there's so much shaming on weight and and this i really learned something when i was modeling it was always i wasn't slim enough it was i was like constantly measured for my hips you need to lose weight you need to lose weight and then i'm in the music industry and i'm on stage and everyone calls me anorexic and i was like there's there's again you can't win You cannot win. You can't. So you have to just be like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to be whatever weight I want. And whatever weight comes naturally for me, which is this size, you can see my collarbones and I love them. I love them. I wouldn't change them for anything, but everyone's going to have a comment. You know, Kim Kardashian gets shamed all the time. If you're curvy naturally, as in fully, fully naturally, you're shamed for it. If you're slim naturally, Mm -hmm. you're shamed for it. So just do you, you know, like... You're never going to win, unfortunately, in TV. And that, that makes me sad. Is you, you When it comes to weight, you aren't going to win. You're not going to have 100% of people say, you look great.
1: No. And in my mind, even though I know you can't win... I just want to win with women I, I just want you know like if if some fat middle aged man has something to say about my weight or my appearance like I it's all good I, I really don't care but for women like I want all women to support each other so I want a woman to see a thin woman on TV and have zero comment and I want a woman to see a big woman on TV and have zero comment if Mm. it's not positive or a fully positive like look at her go on TV that's what's important to me is that we as women because I have obviously experienced the same thing and I'm usually really quiet to talk about it because I feel like no one wants to hear I don't know I, I just feel like when I'm thin and when I was made fun of for being thin like no one wants to hear the girl that's being thin talk about i don't know it felt like this weird yeah, double they, standard yeah 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 i yeah. feel that as well
0: it's like don't right? it's not how privileged you are to be slim it's like right well, dude stuff comes well, what with if being I'm slim as well which isn't nice uh-huh. exactly it's like yeah you can fat shame but you can slim shame y- it's yes both. it's not just one or the it other it exists
1: and and it feels just as bad it feels just as bad when someone makes a comment about my of body course, whether i were overweight or under or whatever <laughs> Yeah, and that is a thing. So, of course, being on TV has its um, it's going to have its ups and downs. I think it has more ups in, in terms of sort of the lives that you and I are in and the goals that we're working towards. So in my mind, I'm all in and with reality TV, you you do kind of, and I totally get you being scared away from one of the shows because like, yeah, you do kind of have to be down for whatever because you don't know how you're going to be edited. There was one when I was coming up in modeling, there was, um, uh, what's the one with Tyra Banks? Oh my God. Uh, uh, America's Next Top Model. Yes, America's Next Top Model. And I was at one of the open casting calls and they gave you this like giant sheet of paper that you had to sign at the end. And I was like, the only person really reading all the way through it. And one yeah. of them was like, was like you are okay being filmed on the toilet, and I literally was like, no, I'm actually really not. And I like put it down and I walked away. <laughs> as my, I was dying to be on this show, okay, I was dying. I really yeah. thought maybe this could give me an in, and maybe I have sort of weird features that other models wouldn't have, and maybe I'm not the typical model. And this might be like my way in, and I and mm. I'm comfortable on camera. And I love being on TV, so it just seems like melding all my worlds together. But you do also have to know your boundaries. Dude, that's the thing is contracts with tv
0: that's what i mentioned and i touched on with the x factor one mm-hmm. is every single tv show it doesn't matter which one it is love island whichever the circle um you know america's Top model the contracts are intricate and you have to check every single thing that's on there because mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I would not be okay with someone filming me on the toilet because I would feel like that would be used against me. It's private yeah. moving forward, yeah. Are you going to take me less serious? Because you can see a video footage of me on the toilet. It's not necessary. And that for me is is unbounded. I think you mentioned something which, again, I want to explore a little bit more. You said um, it's important for you on TV that women support other women. So for me, I think if that was the case, dude, we would rule this out world. But I personally find, dude, that I actually, especially with my weight, I'm all shamed from other women. It's not by men. I know. I know. Yeah. And I'm, you know, you know that I'm the biggest supporter of women. I love pushing women forwards, but I have to be real with this. They're the first to say I'm too slim. I know. Other women. I get it it from women
1: all the time
0: oh if only her eyes were like this, or if only her nose was a different shape, or if only she had a smaller—oh, dude, had bigger boobs, she would be so sexy, you know. I've—I've I've only had one guy. I had a, a really outrageous comment from a man. He was a lot older. <laughs> he said to me when we were at—we um, were having a coffee and we were, have, it was a meeting with another guy who worked in music. And he said, Amber, you would be the most beautiful person. And I was like waiting for it. And I was like, this is sounding a little weird, but okay, here we go. Because you would really be one of the most beautiful women in the world if your boobs were bigger. And I remember being like, what the hell do I reply to that? Like, what do I say? He said it to and your I, face. Yeah, he said it straight out. But women do say it behind your back. And there was one thing was I was shocked and I was outraged. And I said, that's awful. Like, how could you say something Good like that? Good for
1: you.
0: You know? But I but I also think, dude, women will say that as well. They'd be like, yeah, she's like, I'm not sure even, a lot of women will either praise you fully. It's rare to have a woman who would be like, she would be really hot if she... Like, no women would say that. that. No, they would, they would be like, she's
1: hot or she's not hot. Right. It's one or the other. That's and also like, why are that. we, it's like, why are we, why are we even doing that? Like, why, why, why are we judging others on oh, how hot they are or not? I, I'm so And confused. you get, <sighs> you get that
0: with TV. Is like, this oh, poor sure. girl got so much hate on Love Island as to how does she get casted? She's not even hot. It's like, dude, who the hell do you think you are oh to comment God, on that? Leave her alone. So I don't even know who she is. Else. Leave yeah, her no, alone. Leave her alone. So, so TV, TV, I think is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing if it's used in the right way and the contracts are fair and the rights are fair. But if it's twisted, Mm -hmm. that is detrimental to your mental health. You have to know why you're getting into
1: it. I think, yeah, I think having strategic, 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 because look, someone might obviously want to just get into it, get some fame, whatever. A guy might just want to like sleep with one of do what you got to do, whatever. Have have fun. You live one life. But for me, like when I was auditioning for the circle, my dad and I were having meetings, and he was like, "What is your end goal at the end of it? What do mm-hmm. you want to strategically get from it?" Instead of just sort of going willy nilly and like seeing where the wind takes me. It was like, can you have a strategy? You know, which is important. I think. I think these things can be used as a platform to lift you up. Like it's kind of like Bethany Frankel using um, the Real Housewives of whatever she was on Mm -hmm. New York to then have her Skinny Girl Margarita line. Like she had, she knew she was a businesswoman. She knew she had the. She knew she was building the audience for this end. She wasn't just sitting getting drunk with a bunch of middle-aged women and like getting in fights for fun. Like she literally had a strategic goal in mind. Which is, I think, how you and I are going into it, knowing what we want on the other side is really important because I think that grounds you from those moments where maybe you do get hate and you do kind of lose yourself a bit. And it does seem difficult. And all of a sudden, like, why did I put myself in these vulnerable situations? But it's because we're leaders. It's because we're creatives. It's because we envision this bigger lives for these extraordinary lives for ourselves. And that comes with putting yourself sometimes on the platter, you know? 100%
0: I agree. And I think I I know we're coming up to the end. Um, I kind of want to leave this episode with shouting out women who I think have used TV to their absolute advantage. Now you might like these people and you might not not like them and you might like or not like how they've done it. But for example, the Kardashians, dude, they rinsed it. They've done mm-hmm. so well. And I think it's because they had, obviously, Kris Jenner, who had an intention with what TV was going to provide for them. Mm. Another one is, is Molly May. She went on, I don't know if you know who Molly May is, but she went on Love Island here in the UK. She's got an extreme amount of hate for a, very, for a long time for many different reasons. That girl went in with a an name and she came out, dude, smashing it. She's a multimillionaire. She smashed it. Another one is the Hadids, the mum. Wasn't she on like one of the big American shows
1: Wasn't like she, she probably one. was,
0: I think she was on something like, oh, maybe um, she
1: was one of the real, real housewives oh, or something. Oh, people are gonna hate um, me for that. The real housewives. Yeah. I don't watch.
0: No, I think she, I think she was, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sh- sure she was again. Look at the career she's made for herself and her children. You might not like her approach, right. but she has smashed it. Like she's right. got, she rinsed TV. Mm-hmm. So. I think I want to, I want to dedicate that to, to the women, especially who have really like got the best out
1: of TV and,
0: um, yeah, it's really inspiring.
1: Yeah. Is there anything else you
0: want to mention? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That maybe we don't comment on each other's bodies. Like maybe that's just like a thing, like maybe we just, maybe that's not the first thing we say. Maybe we're able to comment on what like the woman was talking about or her talent or her anything other than her body. What you liked, Hmm? what you liked.
0: I yeah, think what, what someone you liked, liked about that person, that what start you liked.
1: Yeah. Start you them. know what was really funny? I mean, I know we're at the end, tiniest story, is when I was in Puerto Rico visiting my family, I my cousin comes out of the room looking stunning. She's about to go to this birthday party. And I was like, oh my God, you look so amazing. And my little baby cousin Lola, who's now eight, she just looked at us, and you could see her wheels turning of like, "Oh, this is how women interact with each other. Like, this is how we talk in our family." And I just think it's important. Like, it starts at home. It Mm -hmm. starts with your friends. Starts with your family. Just we just we're just here to lift each other up. up. Like, it's all good. Everyone, chill a little bit. You know. I agree.
0: I agree. Guys, I hope you really, really enjoyed this episode. I loved it. And thank you, Alex, for sharing your stories about um, The Circle and oh my um, God. America's Next Top Model. And um, guys, please comment if any of you guys have ed- ever kind of gone through a TV auditioning or your opinions or or what came up when we were saying our stories. Please comment. We would love to see And And um, yeah, lastly, please like and subscribe to the channel, whichever channel you're listening to as we are delivering podcasts. Us very often and yeah thank you so so much for listening and we will see you in the next one thank you angels bye